Suddenly 30 is a podcast by Emily and Lily. We are two friends who thought we would have it all figured out by 30. After ticking all the so-called boxes, getting married, buying a home, becoming mothers and navigating careers, we were suddenly 30 and trying to find ourselves in the messiness of modern womanhood. Suddenly 30 will bring you candid, light-hearted and unfiltered conversations about moving through careers, managing relationships, transitioning into motherhood and everything in between. Hi Lily. Hello. How are you? I'm really good. I'm I'm really positive and happy. <laughs> Lily's had some feedback that she sounds a bit sad yeah, on the pod. Sorry, so. <laughs> guys. It's just my predisposition. <laughs> oh, how was your weekend? It was really fantastic. I had, the <laughs> <laughs> I had the most amazing time. Positive vibes only. Like so happy. Wow. No, no, no. You I, went away. I had a wedding. Yeah, it was actually great. First time I've ever been away from the kids for. Actually, no. You I did have two been, nights sorry, away. Sorry, sorry. No, but I went to Tokyo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not on the Tokyo weekend, sorry. Drift. I was just, I'm lying. I'm making up a lie. Yeah. Anyway. First time I've ever been away Dan from and the I kids. went away together for mm. the first time without the kids. Yeah, um, so it's the first time you've been away from the kids with, with the two Dan. of you away. Yeah, yeah, like Lovely. old times, you know, like throw it back vintage yeah. vibes. <laughs> um, it was really nice. Went to a wedding. It was boiling, which was nice. Lovely. Anyway, how was your weekend? Mine was good. Mine was just a bit of a... A bit of nothing. a so-so nothing weekend. Just was at home. It was a bit rainy and gloomy and we just had a chilled weekend. Luke, it was rainy and gloomy? Yeah. In Sydney? Yeah, it was raining. Oh, On Saturday yeah, sure. it rained and, yeah, I just went to – like I just did literally just boring stuff. I feel like I had a boring weekend. Oh, actually, I did have – I went to what, some – What, were you genuinely bored or boring according to what society tells you? Society boring, told it? me it was boring. Well, fuck society. Yeah. But um, I wanted to talk about something. Mm. So – Sorry, I'm just sucking back my eyes last day. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about food cho- the food shop. Oh, don't. So, I honestly, I like – okay, let's make a pact. I'm really actually having an asthma no. attack. Let me just go get my pack. Okay. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Just hold the phone. Hey, the Super Bowl's on. I know. Apparently, um... T-Swift's there. She is. Yeah. She's there. She's there. She flew in from Tokyo. She didn't. Look. Shut the F up. Yeah. God, she's a queen. She's Bring a queen. Mm, not sure. I, I'm so happy that she went back. From Japan. Yeah, same. Well, she didn't really have a choice. Like, it's, well, and it's her boyfriend. People were following um, her plane. They were following her mm. private plane, seeing if she was going go back or not. Know. And apparently Justin Bieber's going to do a um, surprise performance. Oh, wow. Anyway, so yeah, if you're so listening to this in the future. We'll t- know. We'll know. TBC. 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 Anyway, so, yeah, yeah, so this back. is what I want to talk about. No, 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 oh, sorry. I'm cutting you off Circle one more time. Back. This is going to be the last time that we talk about the food shop. Oh, okay? have we had complaints about that too? No, no, we, no, no. But I'm just saying um, we're done. it is my most mundane, most hated okay. chore. Well, I, well I'm, I'm making a clear announcement today and I'm okay, not turning good, good, back good. from I, it. So, I've got, I've got okay. a, um, an update for you too after this. Okay. And I think it's in line with what you're about to tell okay. me. Okay, go. So... The last couple of weeks, I have not been to Aldi. I've just been doing my Woolworths shop. And what I've been doing is I do my... <laughs> She's gone bankrupt. That's the <laughs> I can no longer <laughs> afford my food. No, I can. So what I've been doing the last few weeks is click and collect with Woolworths, which is what I used to do before I was trying to transition over to Aldi. And for me, it's just easier. It's quicker. Like I can literally do the food shop online in 10 minutes in the morning and then we can pick it up sometime on Sunday. I plan my I plan my food for the week. I buy it all, whatever. I've actually been finding that when I've been doing this, because I can 
see online. It's like you're online shopping. I can see exactly what's in my cart. I can see what I've bought for the week. I can see what things are on special. I'm not browsing the aisles. I'm not, you know, in the alley middle aisle. I'm yeah, not. You're not impulse buying. I'm actually spending less at Woolworths. I've, I've, I'm hands down. But how many it. weeks have you trialed this? This, I've that, well, I've done three weeks now. And you've spent less. And I've spent you do less. Aldi. Yeah. So my food shop. But are you I doing top up shops? No. Well. No, like last week I didn't do a top up shop but, because okay. I'm planning and you don't you don't plan like I do. Stop abusing me. <laughs> <laughs> you point you're waving your little finger in my face going, you don't plan. I'm no, feeling but, no. I'm feeling attacked. <laughs> no, but you've been saying why am I like having to do eight trillion top up shops a day? You I, need to I you know. need to plan your food no, shops. I out. do plan my food shops, but the issue is I hate cooking, Emily. I hate it. <laughs> Wow. I hate it. I hate it. Like, I honestly, I want to outsource it. Like, can Dan do it? Like, I just don't. Okay, want to can do I it. tell you what me and Lou do? What? And I think I've already said this on the podcast before, and you obviously oh. just haven't let it absorb into your body. You really are attacking me today. <laughs> <laughs> I cook for one night, and it, we eat it for two. So, mm. like last night, we made the, that carbonara. We linked in our Substack last week. I made the carbonara, and I made enough that we ate it for dinner last night. And we'll eat it for dinner again tonight. And then the next, and it halves the amount of cooking. <laughs> why are you crying? <laughs> it halves the amount of cooking. Issues. I think I like have dysmorphia, like shopping dysmorphia or something yep. where I somehow just don't understand how much food I need to be cooking to sustain this family. It's like yep. growing pains with my family. Like yep. Murphy all of a sudden is one and is eating more than I eat, mm, honestly. Mm. And so I just feel like I haven't adjusted. Yeah. I'm making excuse. Every yeah. week I've got There's some other excuse. A, you know well, what it this is? is? This is the I last. I just hate it so I'm not putting in effort and I just don't want to think about it and then it's lastminute.com. I know, but then you're going to end up being all stressed about it in throughout the week and okay. it's going to be causing you unnecessary stress. So why don't you just put in a little bit of effort <laughs> and then you won't have to worry you about know what? it. This is what happens and to me when I try and plan. I, I saved a goddamn recipe that looked delicious. I actually felt like it. I was looking at it going, ooh, that'd be nice to cook. Some kind of salmon coconut curry. Can I find where I saved it? No. So Have I you bought been through salmon. Instagram, yeah, saved, been through Pinterest, TikTok, Facebook? I've been everywhere. My messages. Have you been through your multiple accounts of social media accounts? Yes, I've been yeah. everywhere, man. Yeah. I've been everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find it. Anyway, but like, why is that? Why am I letting not being able to find that recipe? Why am I letting it stop me? You know? Yeah. Well, don't let, why can't you just Google it? Google salmon I have, curry. but it's not the one. Like, it was this mm. specific one. It's not just any old blow Joe. Joe Blow. <laughs> blow, blow Joe. Joe. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, anyway, so this okay. is, oh, I just want to say well done to all of you who have been able to adhere to the Aldi shop. And, and I'm so impressed if it is saving you money. But for me, the way I'm going <laughs> to save money, I'm, 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 I'm actually, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I've realised <laughs> that I don't. I, I, I actually spend less if I shop at Woolworths Click and Click and I don't have to spend I half like my... Honestly, I don't have to spend Aldi half. is bullying me. <laughs> and people have bullied me into shopping at Aldi and I've been yeah. trying to make Fetch happen and it's for not, two months no, now no. and I'm struggling. We've I'm actually, on struggle street. I'm, I'm crying sure every week. I'm the first episode we ever did about Aldi was in like September <laughs> last year and we're now in February. I'm like... Honestly, you're probably 
sick of hearing about Aldi, but can yeah. I just say, like, last week I started crying talking to Dan. I'm probably getting my period. But I was crying talking to Dan going, I just, I don't know, like, I can't keep on top of the shopping. Like, I just could not figure yeah. it out. I feel like every two days I'm needing to go to bloody Aldi because or something. Because you need to do click and collect. You don't yeah, want to be so going have, into the shops every day. The, that's my update. Yeah. I did a, a fat click and collect this morning. Great. Good. You'll feel better after that. I think. This is how, what I'm going to do now. Click and collect every week planned to an inch of my life. But then when I need to do like a big like detergent, spray and wipes, toilet paper, like all of those things and like the bulky stuff, that's mm-hmm. the Aldi. See, I only like a certain detergent. So the good thing well, about same, doing but click and collect converted. is you can see when it's on special. You can see when it's half price mm-hmm. at Woolworths. So I'm like, oh, I'll just buy two when it's half price. It's literally half price every few weeks anyway. Yeah, you know, honestly, I'm at the point, I'm I'm being so victimised by Audi and I just can't get on board. I'm at the point where I'm like, I'll spend $200 more a week if I can just get out of this yeah. hellhole. Well, I'm, I'm spending less. Actually, so. my other thing is now Audi has only one, I don't know, our local Audi, now it's self-checkout. There's only I one. I can't believe this. Our mind's not like I'm this sorry, yet. But like, oh, Aldi's trying to be bullies. I honestly sound like probably white privileged spoilt brat. Which we are. Which I am. Unless you really enjoy the food chat. Good good for you if you shop at Audi is all I've (laughs) got to say. Um, You won't be seeing me No, but I'm happy for you. I'm really happy for you. But my buckets are going... In they're, the not going in the they're not going no, in the trash. Because care. this is a fast fashion episode and we're not oh, okay. disposing no, 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 of things. We're, I'll find another use They'll for my buckets. They'll just be my beach bucket. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's, I just actually I feel really good. I, I don't have to worry about my trolley coin. No, Fuck no, off. No, I'm clicking collect Stop all the way. Stop making me have to remember something. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not totally boycotting Aldi, I but am. I'm not doing it. No. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not doing it every I'm done. I just, like, I don't know. Like, if you're – I think it just depends on your life circumstances, like your job – what time do you get off? Like where you're at in your life. Mm, that really determines totally. it. All right. The other thing I want to talk about today is a new product I've been using. <gasps> this is not sponsored. Um, <laughs> but it should be, but, clearly. But Feel free to sponsor. For, for a long time, I've been a Dermalogica girl. Like I use Dermalogica cleanser, t- moisturizer, the whole, the whole routine. And I just slightly started to think, and I don't know if I spoke to someone or I've just come up with this thought in my head anywho obviously just with the cost of living and everything being really expensive I was like okay I need to try something else and I kept seeing pop on my Instagram people using this brand called CeraVe and it was CeraVe hydrating cleanser anyway I went I was like you know I'm gonna give it a try the what I'd usually buy from Dermalogica was like a hundred dollars what I would buy from CeraVe was twenty dollars and I went and bought it and it's the best thing ever. It's got, it's like a, this really nice gel cleanser with, it's got hyaluronic acid in it. And so it's like hydrating. And my thing with cleanser is strippy. Well, it's not strippy. It's actually not strippy. No, you're other cleanser. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But, but my thing with cleanser is you're washing it off. Mm. It's not like a, a serum it or a moisturizer. It and properly clean. Where you're, it. Yeah, it's not like a serum or a moisturizer where you're wanting it to be on your skin and soak into your skin. You're literally washing it off. So I'm like, why am I spending all this money on something that well, I'm washing off? I feel like I'm going to have to disagree a little bit. Yes, I agree. But if you have disposable income, mm. sometimes I feel like we just discount an experience of something. Mm. Like sometimes 
like a really beautiful cleanser that has an experience with the bottle yeah. and like the way it smells and the way it feels on the skin. Like, let's not discount that. But, but totally. I agree. Sometimes if you're not in the position to spend a hundred big ones on a cleanser, it yeah. is just going down the drain. Well, I'm not at the moment. So yeah, exactly. So, but yes, I just want anyway. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And if I could, I would absolutely buy the, I probably wouldn't even buy a Dermalogica. I'd probably spend more and buy something else if I had the money to do so. Mm-hmm. But I don't at the moment. So you're raving about it. So, yeah, I'm just wanting to say... Sarah V. Sarah V. (laughs) Say la V, Sarah V. (laughs) All right, and I got one more thing to say. Sorry. I called Kyle and Jackie O 200 times on the weekend to try and win... 200. 200 times to try and win Taylor Swift tickets. You really didn't have a boring weekend. Yeah, no, I was sitting on my phone trying to ring. I don't even know if I want to put this in, but Kyle and Jackie O are giving away rows of tickets this week to Taylor Swift. And we're going to win. We're going to win. I've given up hope. I'm not. I'm not giving up hope. I'm, I'm not giving I'm up hopeless. hope. Well, I'm not giving up hope. Okay. I'm, I'm, I feel, you know, I'm a winner. We have no hope of getting free tickets or something when there's people out there mm. who honestly deserve it more than us. Yeah, I know. But I mean, the people that are actually going to the concert, do they really deserve it? I'm going to say no. I know, some, yeah. I know some of you out there have got tickets. You're dirty dogs. You don't deserve <laughs> to go. Why, honest to God, though, like, why, why is it so hard to get tickets? I don't know. I honestly reckon I've spent hours and hours and hours. It's been my full-time job. Yeah. It's been my full-time job. (laughs) So in today's episode, we are talking about fast fashion. We're talking about all things sustainability, trend culture, dupes, how we can be more conscious shoppers and make better decisions to reduce our impact on the environment. And this is not just from uh, thinking about where we're purchasing things from. It's also about thinking about how we're actually using and prolonging the life of the pieces that we invest in. Yeah, I really liked this conversation and just, I think it was a good way for us to kind of process like everything that we've been talking about recently about buying things and a wardrobe and how we can buy things that are more in line with where we're at in our lives. But then also obviously thinking about like the impact that that has on the environment. And ultimately, like, I think what we come to is that it's actually really hard to, if not impossible to be consuming fashion mm. and being environmentally friendly. It's just not like not possible. Yeah. Um, it's hard to be completely sustainable. Yes, exactly. But we can do things to, to help. help and reduce our impact. So yeah. we hope you, you enjoy. enjoy. Okay. Right. Welcome, welcome to, to today's episode. This is going to be an interesting one today. Yeah. I have and a, a, a bit of con- controversy. Yeah. I think, ruffling potential. some feathers. Yeah. That's okay. Mm. We don't have to this agree might be on everything. A gate. What sort of gate? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> gates. You know, um, no. <laughs> why can't I ever think? Like, I honestly think there's like something wrong with me. Something, like, no, What's the thing where it's like it. blah blah gate? Or like, like I don't, I don't. What I, is the thing? I don't know. What was the original gate? Bill. <laughs> <laughs> gate, 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 gate. What does gate mean? Oh, here we go. What's gate control? Gate control. Gate no. control. Gate control. <laughs> Controversy. List of gate scandals. Come on. Nah. Yes, yeah, something gate. Why is everything called? Why is every scandal called a gate? Oh. Yes, because there was something. Watergate. Watergate. Remember the Watergate scandal with the US president? Mm, what did he do? Anyway, just, just don't worry. shut up. I'll just don't figure worry. about it. Anyway, so but anyway, this is going to be a gate. It's going to be fast fashion gate because today's episode is about fast fashion, our thoughts on it, how we feel about it, how mm-hmm. we interact with it. 
It's just some some thoughts to consider. Mm, some t- and some tips. Or I I think we just want to sort of. For our own purposes, I think we wanted to look into this a little bit more yeah. and form an opinion on it because mm. we're out here every week and I think <laughs> talking I, about what we're buying. Yeah, and I think you can become quite naive to what's actually going on. Like you buy, you go into a shop or you go online and you buy something and you don't have to think about the impact. anything in terms of the, yeah, the impact. Like you don't have to consciously shop if you don't want. Yeah. And let, let's also be real, we've said on here before, we're by no means environmentalists and experts no. at all. And actually I'm I swing I'm a swinger. <laughs> I've I've got to admit that today. I'm so hot, I could not think straight. No, I'm hot too. We need a scenic. Okay, so any brands out there? Any fast fashion princess, Polly, Zara, do you want to sponsor our podcast? Because we need AC in the studio. Sheen, Temu. <laughs> sponsor the podcast because we need AC. Because you've got millions. You're making trillions. So, yeah, we just wanted to talk about <laughs> – we really got sidetracked. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, 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 guys. So today's episode is about fast fashion, our thoughts on it, like some of the things that we've – researched about it and how what our perspective is on fast fashion basically and some things to consider and uh, there's definitely things like i i'm by all means like you don't have to shop the most expensive brands you don't have to shop correct you know the cheapest ones like what what, it's also about thinking about where you sit financially and what you can actually afford because like i couldn't afford to be buying from high-end brands that are only ethical and sustainable and have all of these practices but also plot twist even some of the top design houses aren't exactly exactly um, you know environmentally friendly and yeah exactly you know all of that like i think yeah anyway we'll get into it but yeah Basically, that's what today's episode is That's what about. it is. So do you, want to, do you want to define what fast fashion is? Yeah. So today when we're talking about fast fashion, basically you're probably familiar with it. Well, you're nine, if you're a girl, you, you know what fast fashion is. But fast fashion is essentially defined as clothing that's created in a very low cost, often highly trend-based at very fast speed, often associated with slave labour, low wages. Yeah. Um, unfair poor work, conditions, poor working conditions, yep. and pretty much well known to be not environmentally friendly. Yeah, it has a really um, negative impact on the environment. Yeah, for a multitude of reasons. One, just the sheer volume that they're creating, how fast it's created, and then due to those reasons of how fast and the volume and the kind of labor that they're employing to make these items the wastage and also the garments aren't made in a great way or in with materials that are good for the environment or good or quality. hold up so by that all of those things kind of contribute to um mm, it's sort of cum- it's the like wastage. the cumulative it's like yes. the ev- every element of it leads to increased wastage exactly so yeah that's how we're defining it today obviously there's like more in-depth definitions and different ways to think about this but when we're talking about the fast fashion market today that's kind that's of what we're, we're referencing going. Yeah. we're not gonna re- we're not gonna name names and shame we're not gonna name and shame no. you guys just you can because read between it, the lines yeah and all and also yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just conscious that we all make decisions to buy something based off many different factors. Yes, it's not just about of what your me- your means, where your yes. means meet your interests, yes, basically. Totally, and that's going to be different totally. for every and single person. And what's important to you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think it's really interesting to think about social media and like I think the way the, the mm. sort of stage of life we're in at the moment and the impact that social media has on us it makes us feel like we always need to have something new. You can't yes. wear the same dress to a wedding. You can't wear a top, you can't wear mm-hmm. an outfit you've already worn. Like that's the sort of feeling that you get. From, but I yeah. want to change that. I don't want. I want to feel like I feel like we're contributing. We're, we're, we we contribute to it. You and I with the podcast. Really? Absolutely, oh, we do. See, not I, on purpose because no. we are a product of our own environment. No, but, but, but I'm, I, I'm gonna. We have to call ourselves out. We put out a weekly edit. We yes, do, of course. We do gift guides and we talk about what's on our wish list every single week. So absolutely, of we course, contribute to this, but, but we are a product of our environment. But but I think that what we're doing as well, you and I, particularly mm. in terms of fast fashion, is I feel like we're changing the way we shop. We're changing the way we shop to be more conscious. That like, and also we're changing you, you, the way we You have a list consume, that you're only yes. allowed to buy things off your list. Yes. We're on a shopping ban at the moment. We're, we're reworking <laughs> we our wardrobes to, yeah. and utilising the things we have in our wardrobes. Like we are being yes. – we're not perfect, and, of course. And we're but, trying to think about – what is our style, not according to what's in trend at the moment, but no. what do we like? What do we consistently wear? What do we wear time and time again over the course of a long period yeah. of time, not yeah. just And I think a that's month. something I've gotten better at. In the Same. last few years, I'm more aware of my mm-hmm. style and I don't buy things just because they're trendy. Be- yeah. And to be honest with you, most of the things that are like trendy don't actually f- suit my body and mm. I don't feel comfortable in. So I actually... I'm just like just be well, me. And that's that's be actually yourself. part of the fast the issue mm. with fast fashion that it's not inclusive. No. Anyway, we'll get into this. yeah yeah. All right, so I wanted to talk a little bit before we get into like sharing our thoughts to talk a little bit more about fast the fast fashion industry in terms of like the impact it has in terms of finance, how much we actually consume, statistics, um, level statistics. setting. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. I just want us to all be on the same page, okay? So, <laughs> okay, so get, a, your, get your AirPods in and listen up. This, listen this, here, little fucks. This, <laughs> this is what you're doing. <laughs> this is what you're contributing to. Shame on you. <laughs> kidding, 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 kidding. Fuck yeah, this has just been like rogue. I'm rogue 15 minutes. Because I'm sweating my yeah, freaking Yeah, I'm sweaty, off. but you know what? No one ever got anywhere good in life without good sweat. <laughs> what? You know Donald Donald J Trump, the president. Sweaty. He's sweating up. And look at him. He's a president. He's going to be the president Donald, again. Donald J Trump. Yeah. What is his middle name? J. I don't know. Fucking. You I'm just because so, I'm hallucinating. If yeah, not. Okay. So, in Australia, the average Australian purchases twenty-seven kilograms of new clothing and textiles every year. That's twenty-seven. Wild. That is wild. And of that, they discard twenty-three kilograms. So they're only keeping four kgs. You're literally getting rid of everything, pretty much that you own. Like like that's every year the turnover. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's just ridiculous. So this contributes to six thousand kilograms of clothing and textiles being discarded into landfill every ten minutes. No, like that sounds a lot. Just in general, six thousand kilograms every ten minutes. I was thinking that was going to say every year, and that's in that's just in Australia. We're not even talking about the rest of the world. Like we're talking about Australia. You know what? This is how sick I am. Mm. You know what I'm thinking? Landfills are the best op shops there are. Imagine the goodies Ima- in you'd, there. You'd be able to find so much you'd good stuff. You'd get such good scores. Mm. But who's throwing things in there? I don't think I've ever – the only time I've ever chucked something into the scraggly bin – Scraggly old undies, surely. Scraggly old Socks undies. with holes in or them. Or like if the other day I was washing Posey's clothes and something I was just like covered in mould and I'm just like – Goodbye. Food because yeah. from the food. So I, yeah. that, that's got to go 
because there's no further use for it. But in general, I'm not chucking anything out. No, neither. Like, and if, I, if I'm my, – my process of recycling is always, like, offer it to someone else, sell it on Depop, you know, give it to an op shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Never... But I think that's the thing. We don't actually know the end process. So we give it to the op shop, but what's the op shop doing? And then where yeah. does the op shop send it? Yeah. And then where does that person send it? That's mm. how it – like you don't actually know the full chain you don't know of the where chain. it ends up. So yeah. it might not be that you personally are putting things in the bin, mm. but it certainly ends up into landfill yeah. one way or another. It's pretty awful, isn't it? It is god awful. It'd be really interesting to actually like just for yourself – to properly record for a whole year everything, every single thing that you purchase and every single thing that you let go of in terms of clothes, like whether that be chuck it out, send it to an op shop. Well, I've done that before. I just have put it into plastic bags and and left it in in the boot of my car when I was 20 and it was bagged in bags. Yeah, I, and I you never, never and, and you never opened the bag again, did you? Never. Yeah, but that was I was I in still the height of my fast the other day. My mum, go, my mum goes to me. You've got a box of clothes at the front door here. Like, what do you want done? What do you want with them? And I'm like, what obviously it's about? stuff I've chucked out to like sell at a boot sale, which I used to do all the time. Mm. And I'm like. Get rid of it. Take yeah, it to see, the op shop. You're the, because you're the number one offender. You're well, maybe 5,700 kilograms of that 6,000. Yeah. No, no, no. It's that of, of all the 6,000 kilograms that are <laughs> yeah, yeah, put yeah, into yeah. landfill every 10 minutes, I you're 5,700. 5, yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. some reason in my head, I just started to think that you're not each good at person maths. was 6,000 <laughs> every 10 minutes. I'm like, wow, that's a lot of chucking out. Like That's a lot of consumption every <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, oh, let's talk about cost. So one of the things that blew my mind when we we're doing research for this episode is that the fast fashion market is worth $291 billion worldwide. That's crazy. That's insane. And Australians specifically spend $5 billion on fashion like every year. $5 billion. And half a million tonnes of clothing is, is discarded. discarded every year, just in Australia alone. That's crazy. And like arguably, in our own country. And, but think about how small our population mm, is compared to places like I the know, US and I Europe know. and whatnot. Yeah, theirs would probably be way higher than that. Way higher. The other thing I found really interesting, like I, I'm quite conscious when I'm shopping, like I'll look at like what are materials made of. Same. I like, mm-hmm. I love buying cotton or organic cotton or linen or natural materials. natural materials. But one of the things you'll notice is there's a lot more polyester, synthetic yes. blends of, yep. and like they're, they're more commonly used now in materials because it's cheaper it's for very people to cheap. make. Yep. But polyester takes 200 years to decompose. Yeah, it's basically years. like a cigarette butt. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It's a skid mark on society, mm, polyester. Skiddies. No, <laughs> polyester has... <A> skiddies. <laughs> polyester's the skid mark of planet Earth. There's that. So, And, yeah, typically with fast fashion, the way they're able to produce things very quickly and cheaply is because of synthetic materials because... Mm. They're produced by machinery. It's yeah. not produced. It doesn't have to grow it's in a not field. Natural and, materials. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then that contributes even more to the environmental impact because, like you said, mm. it doesn't break down. So that's yeah. nuts. The other thing that I found really interesting was like in terms of actually the process of designing a piece of clothing from the point of conceptualizing to 
you know, designing it, your imagery, whatever, getting a sample made, da da da. That process used to take six months. Like on average, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Now that process takes two weeks. You can literally say, This is what I want made, send them a photo of it, and that like there's somebody that can make it for you in two weeks. Wow. Like that is just crazy. And that's why brands will like an They can a, rip off a, something a, yeah, in they can, two weeks. Yeah. yeah. And so like even small businesses, there's people who are designing beautiful things and that are, you know, timeless and classic that you could make you'd may keep forever and it's and you know it's a good quality piece and then someone not naming but like then there's then there's brands that literally rip go off, yeah. who who uh, have huge followings they'll rip it off it'll be in their stores for maybe a week because it so, sells so quickly and, and then that poor small business out of is, business yeah yeah no well, anyway so, we'll just episode the we'll end the episode there yeah this is just basically let's just <laughs> move to slow fashion no 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 this is interesting <laughs> no it's it is it just it just feels a bit no hopey doesn't it uh, because no but especially if you're into fashion or even if you're not into fashion you're just a human being that needs clothes, size changes, weather changes. You ha- yeah. Okay, children, having kids is the biggest eye-opener for environment. Because how quickly they grow, how things get trashed, regardless of how well you're trying to look after them. Kids are rough with their stuff. They're covered in dirt, mm. food, everything all the time. So it is so hard mm. to have garments last through like yeah. as hand-me-downs they're just not I think made I need the way to think more about how I'm sh- like I shop quite consciously for Posey but I think I need to think more about it in terms of now that she's growing that's what I'm struggling with the most is like I'm not seeing the life of a of an item because she grows out of it before I even get to see the life of it yes so to be honest with you I really only shop for my kids at Zara kids mm. and but that's um, fast fashion on. exactly because the pace at which I need to buy things mm. for how quickly they're growing, how how quickly things turn over and get ruined, especially when they're going to daycare, things like that. They don't last through the second kid sometimes. Like well, they just I can't get afford. Filthy. They I actually just get filthy. filthy. Like everything of Posies is covered in food stains. Yeah, and you sometimes you can't bring it back. No, no. amount of nappy sand will bring it back. It's no. just reality. If you have kids, you know the drill. Okay, I have a couple of thoughts yep. on same on how to interact with fashion, fast fashion, shopping, buying stuff for your wardrobe. It's not just about buying something that's expensive or from an expensive brand that's really well made and you you can see more about their environmental impact and how something's made. So you're saying it's not just about the quality? No. Our engagement with fast fashion is really, in my mind, fast fashion and consumption of just fashion in general or clothing in general can mean different things mm. to different people and so you you as an individual need to find your spot where your means aka your finances meets your interests and your style and also accessibility in terms of size range availability yeah where you live you know all of those things that's going to be different for everybody so it's not it's not okay for anybody to just say oh basically you should never shop at some of the big fast fashion labels like Zara or you should never shop here or there at at fast fashion labels because, again, accessibility, size inclusivity, you know, financially, all of those things are going to mean different things to different people. Mm. So when you're thinking about how you consume fashion, you should think about, okay, what – what can, what does my budget afford me and Mm. where, where does that intersect with the style that I'm interested in? the style that suits me and that and that I can find clothes that actually fit me and I like the material of yeah and that is going to be an individual thought absolutely process. so for but one I, person I, that might mean 
that might mean Zara. That mm. might mean the absolute limit that you can buy. Yeah. For another person, it might mean like small local labels that create things locally mm. and it's made out of only natural materials. For another person, that literally might mean Chanel. Yeah. You might have access yeah. to Chanel. I don't really even know. If that's ethical. If it, yeah, if it's ethical or not. But, but, the I, quali- but like, I, we will say the quality of the garment lasts of course. a very, very yes. long time because yeah. of the craftsmanship. But I, but I do think that I absolutely agree with all of those points but I also think that it can be different things for different people at different times so sometimes you might only be able to shop at Zara and then like or you might there might be something you might go to Zara and in there in Zara that there's a shirt that you really wanted you really wanted a blue oversized shirt and so you might you really you really wanted like you might see something that you wanted it was on your list Mm -hmm. but if you're making that decision consciously to shop that piece and you're weighing up all of those things that you've just talked about that's your that's you being a conscious shopper but it's not just about how the item gets to you either no. like about the point at which you're buying it no that's one part of the life cycle mm. of how a garment is created mm. and then you're then buying it at a particular price point from a particular store that's only half of the puzzle mm. the other piece that you need to consider in terms of sustainability is how you as an individual can prolong the life cycle of an item yes, so which is it, that's in your control that's partly, in your control partly so Absolutely, by all means, buy something from a fast fashion label, but look at the label, understand the material, how you need to wash it, care for it, and don't be buying things just because it's a trend Mm. or just because someone else told you to buy it. Really think about... How can I, like, how long am I going to use this item yeah. for? And this is something that's like, is this something that I actually need? Is this something that I, I need? Or, or, I, or is it something that you want and, and what reason do you want it for? Because mm. it's fine to want something because it's trendy. That's absolutely fine. We're all going to do that. But are you going to wear yeah, it for but- one event and be done with it and then you're donating it and it, you don't have God knows where it's going to end up? Mm. Or are you buying it because yes it's trendy but I know that I can work this in to my wardrobe and it's something that I'm going to wear for a long time even when it's no longer trendy. Yeah I like, think you that's need to an think about it like ask. what like what so you wanted to buy a top what other pieces can I wear this with can I wear this with other skirts or shorts or pants yeah. that I already have yeah like I feel like there needs to be like a set of questions that we ask ourselves when we're shopping to help us to be more conscious shoppers yeah and if, if an item is, yeah, like I, like I said as well, yeah, how can you prolong the life cycle mm. of that item once it's in your care, mm. like caring That's for a, it That's a big part of it yes. is about that as Hanging well. Hanging it up, washing it yeah. properly, and I think using the right detergents, in terms like all of, of those that, things matter. Like, um, brands that are more affordable in terms of cost, you can sort of tell when you're either shopping, if you're shopping in a store or you get to know the brands that are that have a better reputation for being better quality and you get to know the brands that like you know after one wash even if you follow all the instructions mm-hmm. you use the good detergent you use cold water whatever it's asking you to do it still comes out as like a piece of manky material yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's not wearable ever again yeah, yeah so then <laughs> you've done that three times you've bought a 20 dollar top three times you could have put 60 dollars towards buying exactly. a better quality top well, that's going to see the test of time exactly and i think this also raises the question that we as society have gotten to a place that everybody kind of has a sense of entitlement to wanting something because mm. it's the new and flashy thing and this also comes to dupes yeah. which i know we're gonna yes yeah gonna, i want to talk about dupes gonna think about 
there's this dupe culture now and we have gotten so used to being able to get everything at the click of a button. Mm-hmm. Something's delivered the next day. I want that now. Um, same day. I want that same day, mm-hmm. if not the next day. Oh, that person's got that. I want that too. It's just this want, 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 need, need, need culture. Mm. And we, like we as humans have created that. And so we need to be asking ourselves, especially, for example, when it comes to dupe dupes which i think is wrong i don't know your opinion i think it's wrong to be duping something i'll I'll tell you what i think in a a minute because i understand it from one perspective that Mm. it's like okay something is being duped because there's clearly a market for people wanting something that is out of their reach from an accessibility point of view or a size inclusivity point of view financially fine i get that but how have we gotten to a place where we're so entitled that we can't actually have something for whatever reason, because that's just a reality. But we're so spitting the dummy that mm. now there's businesses that basically cater to us spitting the dummy and we can get whatever we want whenever we want. I just think that's wrong. Like yeah. we need to start to accept that if your budget doesn't allow you to afford something, like, like that's, that's okay. That's, that's okay. That's there's living nothing wrong within with your you. means. That's living within your means. And also and, and it's also like you can prioritise that. Like if that's important to you, if you really want that $500 jacket but you can only really afford something the, for $50, the, the, yeah. why don't you save up? Save why don't up. you refrain from quenching your insatiable urge, like I always say, and yeah. wait. Literally. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, I'm not perfect to this either. I'm going to put my hand no, up and absolutely I know, say I know. I, feel I, like, have, I feel like we're saying you can't do this, but it's like we no, I'm just, I'm just for this. Yes, we I'm just acknowledging are. that I feel like dupe culture has come, has been born out of the fact that things have been um unaccessible you know from a price point especially in the makeup world like some some brands are very expensive the product is highly sought after and Mm. so then cheap brands produce dupes of that item because everybody wants it but they don't want to pay that price and i just i don't like the sense to me it comes off as a sense of entitlement yeah so i i think in terms of like a dupe if if a brand is literally ripping off someone else's design and creating a dupe to make it as a cheaper price i don't think that i don't like that like if someone's like oh i agree but i'm saying those those chanel shoes are now available at Bellini. Bellini. Like, like that's – I don't think that's right. I but I think if you can get something similar, like, in terms of, like, the style of it is, like, say – Like, it's still a ballet flat. It's still a ballet flat, yep. but it's not the same – it doesn't have the same buckles and, you know, exact same – all the straps and whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I feel like there's times when it's okay, but when it's a complete rip-off When do you think a duke is okay? When it's not a complete rip-off. So you think something that's inspired so it's, by. It's inspired by. But yeah. I, I but still think ultimately the reason the dupe culture, like it has been born out of people wanting things that are out of their reach. It, I and, agree. And this constant need for validation from trans. Oh, that's my opinion yeah, on I, it. I, I, it may I not agree. Be. Yeah. And that that's what I don't agree with. Like I understand these brands are there providing something mm. that there is – a demand for yeah there absolutely is demand for i have a problem with the demand yeah i don't necessarily i have a problem with the fact that it's actually the consumer it's like we, we are, are beca- we are becoming yes. the, cr- pro- the, we the are problem. The problem we yeah. have always been the problem yeah. it's the same thing when well we are so part sh- of the problem we're not the problem all in all we are the problem humans well, are i guess the problem. we're feeding the fast fashion we are industry. it would not be there if there was not mm. a demand but there is and then i guess it raises the question that well if there's a demand for something that things are so out of reach for people but people still want them then like isn't that an issue with why is it so out of reach like the disparity between finances and incomes yes that's yes, a whole other course. debate yeah but again it comes down to when you're in a particular position or 
like financial position or and I'm not I'm mm. not talking about like the far end of the spectrums. I'm just talking about, you know, like a middle know, class income earner. Yeah, a middle class income earner. Like I just don't I'm I'm guilty of this too. I'm guilty yeah. of wanting things that are of, out of my reach. Of course. But I think I try and think, do I want this because society is telling me it's a status symbol or do I want this because I genuinely really like it? And if I genuinely really like it, okay, is it out of my budget? How can I use my budget to buy something that's well-made, craftsmanship, something I'm going to keep forever, mm. something I'll pass down to my kids? Or am I just going to fill the urge that I have to be validated and seen as some kind of status yes. by going to the dupe shop and buying a piece of shit plastic yeah. shoe yeah. to try and feel because that Because everyone else is wearing it. Because everybody else is and wearing very it. That's often, what the issue is. It's like we're seeking validation from the people around us, like whether it be like, you know, you're going out for lunch with the girls, like, oh, you've got that new top on, like mm-hmm, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. But very often when we're seeing people on social media and wearing the newest, n- latest, nicest, expensive piece, if they're an influencer, most of the time they've been it's gifted. gifted. The yes, item. It's gifted. It's always gifted, it's, actually. Yeah, like a, lot, like a lot of the time it's gifted, yeah. which is fine. That's a part of – But you, the, just not, you but, need to but know you that. you need, need to know that. Yeah, that yeah. You're, there's nothing wrong with you that you're not able to buy – no. All of these things every and, week, and, the amount of new and if stuff. It's not, but if it's not gifted, you also don't have an understanding of what financial position that person is to be able to buy that item, even yeah. if it's on the more expensive side. You don't know that they're in debt or not. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not we're taking that all into of consideration. We're just yeah. like, oh, I They've want that. that. They've got I that. that. I want yeah, that. I yeah. I'm, I'm guilty of it. Yeah. I'm absolutely guilty same, of it. Same, same. Yeah. But I think, I think I'm trying to like level set with myself that totally. when I have those feelings and I'm like, I want that. Why can't I afford that? I'm going, okay, why is it that I want that thing? Because Mm. there are other things that are within my budget that like, okay, let's just say like a cardigan. Okay, I want that expensive $2,000 cardigan because I've seen it on so many influencers that I follow and I absolutely love it. It's probably amazing quality cashmere. I've never touched it in my life. Yeah. But why is it really that I want that cardigan? Is it because I've seen it so many times and it looks Mm. beautiful and if I get that, that's a marker of – Oh my god! I she's afforded got this. That yeah, she's got that cardigan. Yeah. I afforded this cardigan. Mm. Or do I just have a gap in my wardrobe for a cardigan that is that shape, that vibe? But I need to buy one that's within my budget. Could you not find a cardigan? I that's absolutely in, yeah, could. Yeah. But I'm still hell bent on that because to yeah. me, I'm trying to fill the need for a status thing, and yeah. that's what I'm trying to check myself on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a sucker to. for that too. Yeah, like. You always want what's cool. You always want what you always want to feel like you're fitting in. You always want what everyone else is doing. But that comes down to the other thing that I was I think I don't know if we cut this out, but that I was harping on about is this whole like mob wife trend, clean girl aesthetic, mm. this trend, that trend. Trends, like can we just why, all, why can't we just be? Yeah, just what is trendy for you? Mm. Like we're yeah, all what just, do you we're like? Just, what do you want what do you want to consume? Yes. What do you what 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 do you feel Get comfortable in? Get out of in? the trend rat race and yeah. the and the con- overconsumption rat race mm. and start to think about what do I like? Yeah. And I feel like if everyone does it, it's like you, you can we can shift this sort of trend culture. Yeah, let's all opt out. Let's all yeah. go guys, 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 we've had enough. Well, we don't want to shut down, shut down. Yeah, yeah, let's just stores. step out and let's just wear what we want to wear. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I feel like the concept of a capsule wardrobe, which is becoming more common now mm. and like more talked about, I feel like the concept of a capsule capsule wardrobe is 
actually supporting the move to a more of a slow fashion and like not just mm. buying pieces for the instant gratification to feel like you need to fit in. But I feel and like as well the capsule wardrobe has now been bloody taken over and marketed as if it's all plain. And, and, but it basic. doesn't, it doesn't not, have to be The capsule wardrobe that. is different for every person. It, Your version of capsule might never include a white t-shirt. No, That's fine. no. And I think, but it's, it's, it's about tailoring a casual wardrobe to you. Mm-hmm. Like what do you, what is your wardrobe missing? What are the things that you're not wearing? Get rid of them. How can they all mix and match together? Yeah. yeah. How can you build outfits? And I think even one of the things like you and I have been taking photos of our outfits lots lately. I wear the same shirt every day. Every yeah. And then I sometimes realize. I go to put something on and then I'm like, oh, if I'm like going to take a photo, I'm like, I've already t- taken a photo and it's like for our OTK, but it doesn't really matter because it's showing me. Me, that I'm, I'm getting using my use, wardrobe. Yeah. yeah, like, and I might and be. Hello, that's reality for. Everyone. I want to say ninety percent of people. Yeah, and I think also like it's also showing me that there's so many different ways that we can wear our clothes. Like you know, your blue shirt, you've worn that a million different ways. I didn't even realize I was wearing but, it that much, but yeah. it was good. Be like, hey, this is a, this is a good piece in my but wardrobe. It's, yeah, it's actually showing us that like we can make m- so much more out of our own wardrobes. Mm-hmm than we actually think. And I think that's why yes, actually you taking be, photos you actually, of your outfits yeah. reminds you, because you forget, sometimes you look in your wardrobe and you're like, I literally have nothing, nothing to wear, wear, but you just to need wear. to get a bit creative. And that, mm. I think that's the thing. It is, it's actually hard work to get creative in your wardrobe. Mm. Uh, yeah, we're not, and, we're not all stylists. We're not all fashion stylists. Well, that's what I mean. It, it's actually mm. harder to go into your wardrobe and think, what can I put together with this that you haven't seen on someone on Instagram or Pinterest or TikTok, whatever, and it's not the latest thing to come up with something out of your wardrobe. And so that's why I think it's easy to sometimes get swept up in trends and the new thing and the fast fashion thing, especially when it's at a very accessible price for a lot of people that you can just click a button and buy a whole new outfit for Mm. 80 bucks. Yeah. It's, and then it's, but it's not individual to you. And that's why you don't, you don't feel like attached to it. You don't have emotions to it. And then, so the cycle begins, but it's harder to stand in your wardrobe and go, okay, what can I put together that makes me feel inspired today? Like that takes a longer amount of time. Yeah. Patience. There's a thought process Sometimes you're going to hate your outfit. It's like, we've talked about this before on the potty that sometimes we'll just stand there and go, I can't get dressed. I'm not no. inspired by anything. And Or you that's literally okay. look in your wardrobe and you're like, what the hell do I even wear? Like I've got no pants, no am tops. I? Who, yeah. Usually when like, we're in no. our um, follicular phase of <laughs> our cycle. Oh. I feel like I'm so weather dependent. Like if I open my wardrobe and I'm like, oh my God, it's like, I've, I feel like I've only got pants. I've got no like. Same. Yeah. Or well, when, like, it, when we're sweating to death, like today, yeah. I don't want to wear anything. Yeah. So why don't we talk about tips from our perspective and things that we've done on ways that we can engage with fashion without breaking the bank or contributing to or trying to contribute a little less to yes. land. How can we be more conscious? How can we be more aware mm-hmm. of, of what's actually happening before even the item even gets to us? Yeah. Um, and how can that can support us to make better decisions well, around I, our consumption yeah. of clothes? I think there's two things. There's one, it's thinking about before the item gets to you, like mm-hmm. how is that brand making the item? Like are they paying people fairly? What are they doing with waste? How fast are they creating things? Like what's their wastage? Like that's mm-hmm. one side. And then there's post-consumption like for you yes, personally. So I think the first part though, I think we hear a lot about what happens in terms of what are the conditions that the workers are in how what materials are made from i feel like there's one i, I okay, feel, tell me tell me one brand that you know without a doubt 
ticks that box. Yeah, and so I'm, I will. I, no will I will actually. I, I don't know that, and and, no and, and, and and perhaps I'm naive to it though. Perhaps I'm actually not. I haven't educated myself enough. Like I know that there's brands that don't do the right thing by their workers. Mm-hmm. I know there's yeah, there's well known people ones. that aren't ethically are practicing ethically and sustainably, but I'm. Absolutely, the first to admit that I'm naive to that. Like, I, I, I don't know. But I know, this, I know. The there's thing, brands that say, like, every brand they pretty much now, you can go onto their website and they have a section about sustainability, about impact. It's all loadable. Yeah, but I'm reading these things and it's like sort of these blanket terms. I'm like, how far do you take this? Like, I don't actually. Well, this is the it's, issue it's, that it's, you cannot be sustainable. You can never be truly sustainable no. when you are creating. When you're a fashion label, no. you'll never be sustainable. No. Let's just level set there. Well, when can, you're creating, can you be though? No, because can you be sustainable if you're not if you're creating to the trend? collection after collection after collection? But what you if it's, can't you can't determine what someone's going to do with that item? Mm, so unless you can guarantee, yeah. that everybody is keeping that item to the yeah. day they die, it's not That's sustainable. No. It's, it's just no. not sustainable. But in terms so of what their practice, so, so what, in terms of their practice though, like in terms of what they're doing to get the item to the person you can they can, as a brand they can reduce they can reduce it but they can't control what the people are doing thereafter they can create they can create pieces so that that's last what I'm saying. Long. so it's not sustainable you can mm, never be truly never sustainable be, well there's always going to be an element of always yeah just okay can mm. if you are buying something that's consumption mm. it's never going to be sustainable no, no. the number one issue when it comes to the environment on planet earth is there's too many people on earth it's an overpopulation issue that's the number mm. one thing that's not going to change so no it you cannot expect brands whose sole reason is to produ- produce items that you purchase over and over and over again mm. To be completely sustainable, it's just not going to happen. It's not, but, yeah. but they can take steps to do that. Of course, they can yeah. reduce their and impact. Absolutely, we can take steps to do that from Put our money perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other thing is, it takes a lot of time, which is a commodity, mm. to educate. Like, like we're saying here, like we've done a bit of research, but we're by no means, and we did a few hours of research into this to try yeah. and but we're not we're, we're by no means experts in this and there's absolutely things that i don't know but that's what i'm saying that it requires so much time that people mm. do not have mm. to educate yourself and become all of a sudden a product expert for fast fashion so yeah. these are the tips that without having to get a freaking degree yeah. basically in fast yeah. fashion one is Try and buy garments that are made with predominantly sustainable materials, so like yes. wool, cotton, linen, mm-hmm. silk. All of those are natural, natural fibers, ma- natural fibers, and so therefore renewable in a sense. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So look at the tags. Buy items that are made with those kind of materials as much as possible. Also, change your consumption habits. So buy less, choose well, make it last. Which like, is what we were talking about. I think about that's before. a big thing. Like buy, buying less is actually something that we could all do more of. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, we want to have a wardrobe of things that we can choose from, but we actually don't need to keep buying more. That's a trend. Just think about what thing. you actually need and, and choose consciously. Like, consciously think about, like, do I need this piece? Where does it fit into my wardrobe? Yeah, no matter am where I being it's from. Influenced? Yeah, <laughs> am I being influenced by someone else? Am I just buying this because I saw someone else wear mm-hmm. it and it looks really good on them? And I want to feel good. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I'm a, and can I'm, I feel good, good in another way? Yes, Probably. Does, does this, yeah, is, is this, this the only way that I can feel good mm. or can I feel good 
with something else that I have in my wardrobe. Yeah. Again, also think about how you're looking after the item yes. once you've purchased the item, which is what we touched on before. Yeah. How are you taking care of it? How are you wearing it? How are you washing it? How can you personally prolong the life cycle of an item yes. as much as possible? Yeah. And then once you're done with that item, what are you doing what with are it? You doing with it? Can you hand it down to somebody else who will really appreciate it? Mm. Can you sell it on Depop or Vestiaire or, you know, any Facebook marketplace? Can you refurbish it into something else? Could you refurbish it? If it's Mm. a pair of jeans, could you cut it off into a pair of shorts? Think about the ways that you can hand it on to someone that is not putting it in a charity bin or putting it in a bin. Charity bins are good as well, but, again, you don't really know where it's ending up. No, no. I used to love the um, boot sale. Like, I know mm. I couldn't do it now. I just don't have the time with a child. Mm. But the boot – like, we used to have this thing in our area called the boot sale. It still exists. Mm. And you literally go there and you sell your clothes to people. People, yeah. like, come and go it's through fab. your stuff. It was yeah, fab. It was really good. And it's a really nice way to recycle. But, again, you don't know what the person's doing with it when exactly. they take it. Like, are they going to chuck it going. out? Because for them, they've just bought a nice top for $5. It means less to them. Um, um, so, yeah, all in all, just write a list. And I also think what you've done, writing a list of yeah. the things you Keep actually you need to fill your wardrobe is yeah it keeps you honest and it makes you accountable when you are shopping it makes you stop and question it answers the question do I actually need this Mm. or am I just buying this because it's trendy and everyone else is buying it yeah or I'm a sucker for a sale and I've said this on the podcast before Mm. I love a sale I love sale on sale I love (laughs) I love a boxing day sale a black Friday sale and this is my year of not shopping sales Sales, like I'm shopping because I need to buy something I'm not shopping because I want to sale. See, I'm the opposite. If something's yeah. on sale, I'm like, what's wrong with it? Why did no one want to buy it and why is it marked down? But that to me doesn't matter because if I'm buying something that's on sale that I want, I'm like, oh, cool, I'm saving money and I actually want this. But do you want it because it's on sale? Did you Partly, ever see it before it's on probably, sale? Probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. And that, that's my problem. See, I look yeah. and go, well, no one else wanted it. That's why it's marked <laughs> down. So why would I? Because mine is all about I want what everybody else wants. Yeah, But yeah. not with, from a trend. Yeah, so maybe you need to start – I well that's, what, that's why I've written my list. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. then that's it's why actually what I'm missing in my yeah. wardrobe. And when I get yeah. dressed, I go, I feel like I would like to have this to put on. Mm-hmm. And when I've been putting outfits together, I go, oh, like I've got nothing to wear with this bottom mm-hmm. that makes sense for this event or makes sense with this shirt. Yeah, that's this kind of vibe. That's the list that's, that I have. Yeah, okay. But my issue is I have the list, but then but the you, world's you, my oyster in terms of price. I've got cardigan. Well, I could buy oh, I'm gonna a $20 buy a cardigan. I, I could buy a $2,000 cardigan. I need to post your no, list. No, don't out me. That's bullying. <laughs> that's workplace harassment. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. But that's but that's part of the – That's like, my what, thing, validation. What, what can I afford? What is yeah. actually – like I need a new white tee. Right now I can afford nothing. Can I go to Uniqlo <laughs> or can I go to Basic? Like it's – if I take care of the item in the same way after, is it going to be ending up the same in the same condition? Mm. I'm here to say yes. If you're looking after it in the right way. No, I'm going to say no. I For some like materials, the way things, some things are made. Yes, of course. You put them in the wash and they come out crap. The threads mm. have come apart. Mm. The material's but gone then, to crap but, because but it's sometimes crap. that happens for me with expensive brands yes, too. Yes, because it's not about the price of the item. Mm. It's about its construction. Some brands are great at marketing themselves as high end, mm. 
But actually, that's what I'm saying, that it's not about the price of the item and whether or not you're going to an expensive brand. It's actually about craftsmanship and Mm. materiality, how it's used, and then also how you look after it afterwards. So it's about marrying those two. But the issue is that we can't just People aren't marrying it, though. That's the issue. Yeah, they're not marrying it but because it's hard. And also Mm. they might be marrying it, but then also it's really hard to produce items at at a fair cost in a in a way that doesn't impact the environment or tries to impact the environment the least but also is size inclusive like you can't be it i think it's i don't know a single brand that has been size inclusive price inclusive and and sustainable and and ethical sustainable and ethical and has things that aren't boring yeah, and I feel like it doesn't exist. It doesn't. So yeah. you've got to, but it, but you if, have but to think some, about. But if someone is sustainable and ethical and, you know, has good quality pieces, I feel like they're not affordable that's for the I'm general saying. person. Yes, that's what I'm like, saying. Like I feel like. But then, okay, the question is they're not affordable for the general the general population. So then how can we as a consumer change our behaviour? Okay, can we reevaluate and go, do I need this right now? Or if I don't buy 10 things from that fast fashion store this mm-hmm. month or this over the next two months, and I wait, I exercise patience and I then wait and decide, and if, buy, I actually need decide it. if I actually need it and save up all of the $50 that I would have spent on the $50 thing over and over and over yep. again. And then in five months' time, if that thing's still available, I still want it. I now have the budget because I've saved. Yep. Then purchase it. Like it's yep, a different type of consumption. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's what I do. Yeah. I'm trying part. to be better. I feel like – I'm not judging you. No, no. Do you think I'm over? Do you think no, I'm over? I'm not saying anything. No. Yeah. Well, I haven't bought anything in ages. So. You were at Dish last week. So, so were you? Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you're but lying. I'm admitting I'm that because I had a I had a voucher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get and that here tattooed. Here we go me. again. Yeah, I had a yeah, voucher. Emily's, Emily's a voucher. quote of the year is "I had a voucher." I had a voucher. <laughs> Alleged. Alleged. No, I had vouch. a credit note. I had a credit note. I want to say. From for myself and for those listening, I think we need to think more about educating ourselves though. Like I need to think more about educating myself in terms of ethical practices mm. and sustainability in fashion and how I can do better because Sorry, I can Sorry, my I, kids screaming out. That's there. okay. I can do better in terms of shopping. I can do better in terms of how I care for my pieces after. Mm-hmm. But I don't there's an element that we don't have control over. Yeah. And that's what, what brands are actually doing to produce something. Let's just be more conscious shoppers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's write list what we actually need and want. That might change over the course of the year, but that's good because that means something you might have put on your list. You're going, actually, no, I didn't actually want that or need yeah, that. There's no can, gap you're in my wardrobe. It was more trend. Inform- you're making yes. a more informed decision. A patient informed yeah. decision. Let's be patient. That should be our word of the year. Mm, patience. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not here for no, it. I'm not. Pa- I'm not a I'm patient not pa- person. I'm but not let's try. Let's just yeah, try. Yeah, we can let's try. Let's just try. Mm. Okay, All let's right. see if we stick to the list. At the end of this year, it'll be good to see if I stuck to my list. I will be really interested to see what happens. Yeah, well, at the I've end already of the year. swayed from the list because I've yeah. got that bloody. Yeah, sport. but that's okay. It's you're in this early transition period of learning. You're learning. It's okay. You're allowed to. You're allowed to deviate. I'm a toddler. Yeah, I've I'm just only, started in kindergarten, and maybe by the end of this year, I'll be in year twelve. Yeah, in terms we'll of education. All right, well, we We will will see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Suddenly 30. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and give us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at suddenly30pod to stay up to date with behind the scenes, what we've been up to and future episodes. We'll We'll see see you you next week. week.